All right, so now we're recording. Yes, all right. So this class is gonna be focused on the glutes. And so I'd like everyone to just stand up and in their mountain pose with feet at 12 o'clock. Just get in your true north. That's just in the true north pose where you're like connecting to the earth with your feet all the way up to the crown and not doing anything different, just in your natural Tadasana. And then go ahead and bring your awareness to your glutes. And I want you to engage the glutes, but bringing them towards the sit bones. So pulling in towards the sit bones instead of clenching them. And so then relax and then clench. Notice there's a difference and notice what happens with your inner thighs. And so then go ahead and pull them, relax and pull them back in towards the sit bones and take the inner ankles out. And the inner ankles out will keep the inner thighs rotating back. And relax. Now take your feet, don't you don't need to move the heels, just take your feet, uh, your toes out a little bit, like 45 degrees. And now engage the glutes. And you'll notice they're much more stronger in this way. Your glutes are just, they're powerful right here. But that's not how we use them in yoga. So then bring your feet back to 12 o'clock and bring the toes in just a little bit like we would in a slight pigeon toe. And then try to do the same thing with your glutes. Pull them in towards the sit bones. And you'll notice there's less power here. Yeah. Okay, so we're back at 12 o'clock. And then, um, so the cues through this class will be heel, heel activation towards the glutes. So heels towards the glutes, we'll be using those terms. And we'll be pulling in towards the sit bones and internally rotating the thighs. So we're like, um, I'll probably say in, uh, in ankles, um, hmm. Spiraling, so no, that's not it, but we'll come back to that. <laughs> so come to child's pose, inner ankles back is what I'll say. So those are the cues, inner ankles back, heel to glute activation. Those are the two biggest ones that we'll be using. So coming into child's pose and take a deep breath in through your nose and a full exhale out your mouth. Two more in through the nose and out through the mouth. One more round and let it go. And dial in your ujjayi breath. So pulling the breath in through the nose intentionally, pausing between the breaths and then exhaling through the nose using the diaphragm to press out the last bits of air in your lungs. And then while you're activating your ujjayi breath and really dialing it in, dial your hands in too. So bring them forward and diving into the triads, the thumb and first finger knuckle, press the floor down and away from your body and then start to dial your hands in opposite directions without moving the hands from your 
yoga mat and then notice the forearms may be lifting and letting the sits bones reach towards your heels. On your next inhale, rising up to downward facing dog. If you need anything between this space and down dog, take it. It's cows and cats, whatever you may need. Softening the jaw. On your next exhale, simply walk your feet to your hands for ragdoll. Your feet are hip width distance apart and just take your natural, your default for ragdoll, wherever that is for you. And then notice if you bend your knees, um, even a micro bend, if you're really um, flexible and you already have the straighter legs, just a micro bend in the knees and then pull the glutes towards the sit bones. And notice, don't, notice if, we don't want the clinch, so you know what that feels like. Clinching the glutes, take your knees away from one another and externally rotate your legs. So in, in uh, engaging the glutes help to keep uh, the internal rotation with the legs. If you have a bind, release your hands down. Toes are light. Inhale, halfway lift, hands to shins, maybe. Exhale, fold, chin towards the chest, chin lock. Then root to rise, press down through the four corners of your feet as you sweep your arms up, palms facing one another. And then the hands to heart center will open with one ohm. Inhale. Oh. Relax your arms down, big breath in, sweep your arms up, maybe gaze up between the palms, and swan dive our hands through heart center forward fold. Inhale to a halfway lift. And come into a plank pose, high plank. So engage the underbody by bringing the hands and feet towards one another energetically. So you feel the front body. Now, now again, bring your awareness to the glutes. So we want the, we want the heel to glutes. They're activating. So just slightly bringing awareness to that area. Soften the knees and don't let your hips drop down. Keep them lifted. Notice you have the pelvis tilting slightly towards the front ribs and you knit the front floating ribs in. So everything's working together. On your next inhale, shift your weight forward. Begin to lower to your degree and then inhale up dog, relax your glutes. Relax them, relax the glutes and up dog, relax them. And then exhale to downward facing dog. Five breaths here.
Relax your jaw, your facial muscles. And on your next exhale, bring your feet to your hands. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise up, root to rise, press down, sweep up. Big breath in. And exhale, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, your way through Chaturanga Dandasana, high to low plank, moving through upward dog or cobra. Oh my goodness. And then exhale, downward facing dog. <laughs> so in down dog, soften your knees and bring the the heels towards the earth a little bit, and then bring the glutes in towards your sit bones. Notice there's a pelvis tilt happening, so don't lose the pelvis tilt. Find the balance from your pelvis to your heels. There's a difference. So if, if you start to clinch, you'll notice your inner thighs and knees will start to separate and rotate outward. So keeping the feet on 12 o'clock and the heels towards the earth at 12 o'clock will help the inner ankles go back and the inner thighs go back. And you can access the glutes. Bring your feet forward to your hands. Inhale to a halfway lift. Exhale, fold. Inhale, root to rise, press down, sweep up. Big breath in, maybe a little back bend as you press your hips forward. And then exhale, fold. Chin towards your chest is the last movement on the fold. Inhale, halfway lift. I like hands to shins or in space and then Take it through Chaturanga Dandasana to your downward facing dog for five breaths. Just notice the quality of your breath. If anything has shifted or opened up for you in this space, And then take one more on your own, just exploring your glutes, how they're showing up in this practice so far, what has shifted, if anything.
Any cleansing breaths you may need in your downward facing dog in through the nose, out through the mouth is kind of nice. Or just staying with the ujjayi breath if it's real consistent and you're not getting taken out by your thoughts. And now bringing your feet forward on your next exhale. Inhale to a halfway lift. Exhale, fold. And take chair pose. Inhaling the chair. Great opportunity to over clench, like over clench and notice how the knees go out. And then soften the glutes and try to find the heel to glute connection. Notice how that may tilt the pelvis towards the front ribs. Pull the, the muscles of the glutes into the sit bones, into the body. Toes are light. Notice if you overdo it, your knees will start to go away. So you want the inner rotation, ankle, inner ankles back. And then exhale, fold. Inhale to a halfway lift. Lengthening the spine nice and long. And exhale through your Chaturanga Dandasana. High to low plank on one exhale. Inhale to upward facing dog or cobra. Relaxing the glutes. And then exhale down dog. On the same exhale, the right leg steps forward for a warrior one. Soften the back knee a little bit. Now engage the left glute. Bring it in towards the sit bone. But notice if you overdo it, the left hip, go ahead and overdo it and see if your left hip opens. Softening the knee. Bring, don't clench so hard. And you can bring that left hip forward to meet the right. Press through the outer edge of your left foot. So even here, the inner ankles are going back. Notice that in your body. Any arm variation, whether you're reaching or hands to the waist. On your next inhale, maybe you elongate your spine, reaching your arms up and back. Exhale through to the other side. So through Chaturanga Dandasana, high to low plank, up dog to down dog, and then we'll take Warrior one with the left leg forward. Try to bring evenness through the glutes as they press towards the sit bones. Notice the pelvis tilt, so you'll need to soften the back knee. The inner ankles rotate back. Notice how that moves all the way up your legs when you take the inner ankles back all the way up to the pelvis. Bring your right hip forward to match the left hip. In case you have more of an open hip, you'll need to soften the right knee. And notice the connection with the glutes and your pelvis and Uriana, the bandha. 
extend your arms up if they're not already there. Maybe a little back bend as you inhale. And then take it through to your down dog for five breaths. Your resting pose. If you're in a down dog, remember to bring awareness to the heels so your feet are at 12 o'clock. Softening the knees so you have the heel to glute connection and the inner thighs are going back. Inner ankles back. nice uh, reminder when we add a block between the thighs then our legs naturally internally rotate to hold the block uh, together it keeps us from clenching the glutes on your exhale bring your feet forward and we'll just move through one breath at a time one movement <laughs> one breath oh, yeah that would be the way to work it inhale halfway lift Exhale, fold. Inhale, chair pose. One inhale, pause between the breath. Get right into the glutes there, and then exhale, fold. Inhale to a halfway lift. Exhale, high to low plank. Move through your warrior one on the right side, and then chaturanga through to the left side. And see if there's anything showing up. new it's not an open hip so the right hip on, on your warrior one on the left side bring the right hip to, up to the left hip Softening the back knee will give you access. Good work. Now bringing your feet together, sweep your right leg up. And so when you sweep your right leg up, does your right hip open? Bring your toes to face the floor. Square the right hip down. Mm -hmm. Now bring your heel in towards your glute. Go ahead and start the flip dog, flipping your dog. Now your feet are parallel. And we're not using our glutes, we're not clenching here. We're gonna use our legs, press down through the heels, soften your glutes. Just remind, remind your glutes to soften here. Maybe between a one to 10, you're using them two to three, like that. Press through the feet. Look down, high plank, set up for side plank. Really engage the gluteus medius, I believe, so the outside of your right hip Engage it even more to press the left hip up. 
take it through to your downward facing dog. Good work. Feet together, we'll take the flip dog on the other side. We're exploring how the glutes work. So when you lift your left leg, remember to square the hip off. So bringing the toes towards the earth and then take the flip. And once you're in there, adjust your feet and then relax your glutes. Press through the heels and the, and the big toe mound and pinky toe mound of the foot and your both feet. And then use that power of the legs to lift the glutes up, working the legs, softening the glutes, not clenching because that will pull your knees away from one another. And then bring it all the way through to high plank, adjust your gaze downward, and then switch it over to side plank. So your left hand is rooted, your right leg is stacking. Now, the outside of your left glute, press it into the body and lift from there. Breathe. And release it through your Chaturanga Dandasana. High plank to low as you exhale. Good work. Up dog, relaxing the glutes to downward facing dog. All right, we're going to take our right leg forward, but stay low in the crescent before you rise up to crescent. So the right leg is forward. The left toes are at 12 o'clock. Engage the glutes, soften the back knee, engage the glutes, and then rise up. So pelvis is like in, on one plane. Inhale, hands to heart center. And then take your twist, exhale to the right. So if you're coming down with that left elbow, you'll need to really engage that left glute to lift that left leg up. Bring the left hip to the level of the right hip. A lot of times our toes will start to go and travel towards the right. And so we're dropping that left hip, keep the toes, the back foot pointing forward. I mean, they're, you know, they're on the ground, but let the left hip drop, keep it lifted, powering up that left glute. Now with awareness around the left glute, on your inhale, rise up and move to a warrior two from that left glute. Let the left glute lead you up and over. and adjusting the shoulders over the pelvis. The right knee going out towards the right edge of your right foot. Knit the front floating ribs in. Engage the adductors, the inner thighs, by dragging the feet like you're going to wrinkle up your mat. Reverse your warrior. Feels really good. Inhaling, 
With the right side body, get a nice stretch. We'll take our attention off of our glutes for a moment. We're landing in extended side angle. Even here, the inner the ankles are going back as if we were standing in Tadasana. So it's that balance of when you do that, you don't want to overdo it because then you'll notice your right knee comes in. You want to find the balance of your glutes, the rotation of the legs, the stretch of the right hip here. Notice if you're overpowering in the right, left, right glute, left glute, are they even? Is the pelvis slightly tilted? Inhale, rise up, reverse your warrior, stretch the right side, and then take it through your high to low plank, your Chaturanga Dandasana, to your downward dog. Left leg forward, press it lunge, stay low, and just check in with your back toes, softening the knee, engaging the glutes to that nice balanced action, and then rise up. Back toes stay at 12 o'clock. Inner ankles back. Back heel to glute connection. Hands to heart center. Inhale and twist to your left. Right elbow may cross over the left thigh. You may stay lifted. Bring your awareness to the glutes. Notice if your right hip dropped on the twist. Can you engage the right glute more and lift the right hip? That's the best crescent lunge I've seen with you on both sides. Really good. Now activate the glutes. So as we rise up, we want to lift from the right. Right glute. Inhale, rise up and find warrior two. Adjust your shoulders or front ribs. Drag the feet in to the, towards one another so you wrinkle up the mat so you activate the inner thighs. And how are your glutes? Are they working simultaneously? Is one stronger than the other? <laughs> Reverse your warrior. And always, you know, when we explore a certain body part, it's, it's exactly that we're exploring. It's new. It may show up like different the next time we play with it or maybe in the next practice, extended side angle. Maybe you want to bring your awareness to this part more next time or less. 
And you find the balance on this side with your glutes activating, but not clenching. <clears throat> left hip pulling under the torso, left knee out. Toes are light still. There's some degree of balance. The toes are kind of touching the earth, but there's not a lot of weight in your toes. How's the twist in the thoracic? Feels good. Go ahead and reverse your warrior. Inhaling. And take it all the way through to your down dog. So we've been working the glutes now for a little bit. Before we move on, are there any questions, any comments? I like the little bit slow pace that allows me to get into the cues you are giving it to me. So that is helping. So Nice. Thank you. Sequencing in the one. Uh, do you start with the bent knee and then the glute and then the hip? Or do you, what, what's your preferred sequencing? Go ahead and come down, Woody, because you're, you're, it's really hard to understand you. I think what you're asking me is in warrior one, what's, yes. what's the first What's your sequencing? My, uh, do you draw the hip, the glute, the knee, or the knee, the glute, the hip, the knee, the hip, the glute? <laughs> well, uh, so good, that's good. Um, so if you're going warrior one right foot forward in the back leg, um, I would say heel to glute, soften the knee. But you know, somebody else might get there in a different way. But that would be my cue. Heel to glute, soften the knee. Or soften the knee, heel to glute connection. Okay. Does that answer your question? What that works is, for you? Uh, actually, the, the glute engagement, it's a glute, bend the knee slightly. Re reset the glute and then pull the hip forward just a little bit. At the mean and at the same time, for me, it's pull the, the ribs in. Yeah. Because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all connected, so that's why we're finding that balance. And for you, the ribs, pulling the front ribs in, activates your pelvis tilting upward. <laughs> And so that's where you fi you're finding the glute activation there. And some people, it's, you know, simple inner thighs back. Soften yeah. the knees, heels to glute. <clears throat> so good, good, good inquiry there. Go ahead and bring your feet forward. <clears throat> Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold. Let's take chair pose and explore chair again. And so this one's quite interesting because 
we do use one glute more when we take the twist. So bring your hands to heart center. Find the heel to glute connection. So the inner ankles back. If that's starting with your front floating ribs pulling in. And then on your exhale, as you twist, um, if you're going low or wherever you're going, you're going to notice that you might need to activate the left glute to keep that left knee from moving forward. But it's not a clenching because your knees will draw apart. So if you're over-efforting, the knees will pull apart. So heel to glute activation. And then bring your awareness to the left glute. Keep it pulling, pulling in towards the sit bone. And then relax into a forward fold, fingers to toes, take your feet hip width distance apart. Inhale to a halfway lift. And fold it in and relax. So still here, um, we're still activating the glute by the heel to glute connection. So you'll notice the pelvis tilts slightly. Um, I mean, the weight is moving forward. So less in the heels and more in the balls of the feet. And releasing your big toes. Bring your feet back together. Find chair pose again. And this time we're gonna take the twist to the left on your exhale. So engage the glutes, all that we've talked about, how it works for you to just bring the muscles into the sit bones. And then finding the twist and finding where your right knee travels and just engage the right glute without clenching. So you're bringing the left hip forward if your right hip is going outward, forward, pull the right hip to meet the left. There you go, Atia. Yep. Yep. Engage the right glute a little more. Really good. Yes, 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 yes. And release into a forward fold. Feet hip width distance apart. Hands under the feet, toes towards your wrists, and take the pose. Hmm. Release your hands and now crow pose. We don't really doesn't focus on our glutes. It's more of our inner thighs. So go ahead and take what pose you would like, crow or malasana squat. Just forget about your glutes for a minute. Enjoy the pose.
Now relax into a forward fold. If you want to take a chaturanga here, please do so, and then we'll meet in a forward fold. We're going to rise up when you're ready to Tadasana. <clears throat> Extended Tadasana, and then into Eagle. So we're going to sweep the right leg up and just go right into your Eagle. Like however you normally go into eagle. Now find the heel to glute connection here. Notice there might be a pelvis tilt happening or the front ribs pulling in. So we're stretching actively the right hip while we engage it into the sit bones. Maybe you need to take your left, your right ankle and press it into the left shin and reintegrate the pelvis on one plane if it changes, if one pulls forward. Release and change to the other side. Eagle, left leg over, left arm under. So we're stretching the left glute, but we're also engaging both into the sit bones. Pelvis is tilting towards the front ribs as the front ribs knit in. Notice if there's an over-efforting and then release and go to the other side. And just being an observer, you know, like being the observer, just noticing if there's, where do you naturally go to your default? And then on your exhale, shift to the other side through the releasing, inhaling, and then left leg over, and left arm under. And then releasing. We're going to take standing leg raise. So the right leg comes up. But before you do anything here from the right, before we move it out or find the glutes again. <clears throat> and then really find the right glute because we want to move from the right glute. No, let's try not to take, if you're holding your foot or your leg, try not to hold it too tightly. And allow the glute to move the right leg out while the left is stabilizing, the left glute. So yeah, you might be feeling a little tightness in that right glute now. <laughs> but keep the right glute active, left glute active in towards the sit bones and then bring everything forward. Arms reaching, inhale. Glutes are extending, so soften the left knee. We're, they're doing the work. The glutes are going to extend our right leg back. Try not to open the right hip. Keep the toes downward. Glutes are both evenly pressing towards the sit bones. 
Softening the left knee will help. And then play with half moon with this um, awareness around the glutes. Allow the right glute to, to lift the right leg up. And they're both pressing in towards the sit bones. And then relax and the forward fold should get out. Whew. My glutes are tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm working them over here with you. Sympathetic movement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rise up with a flat back. We'll take standing leg raise on the left so arms can reach up to extended Tadasana through heart center to the waist. Left leg lifts up. Soften the right knee so you can get into both glutes evenly here. And then actively using the left glute to move that leg out. The left glute's moving it to the side body. And they're both pressing into the sit bones, even. So nice, the balance. The pelvis is tilting upward. So good. Now bring the left leg forward, arms can reach. We're gonna move into airplane. As you move into airplane, notice if your toes wanna to go out, you're gonna to start to open the pelvis. We wanna keep that left hip down, toes towards the earth. Even if you need to touch the toes down, that will ensure there's no way that your hip's gonna open if your toe's touching the earth. <laughs> Unless your toes move in a different direction. Hands to heart center, and then move into your half moon. So maybe you notice, maybe some, there's an aha moment here showing up that, wow, I over effort in my glutes in this, or I over effort on one side, or wow, my one side's lesser than my other side, or you know. I noticed that um, I felt a little off balance when I was doing this practice. The left glute didn't seem nearly as strong as the right glute. <laughs> when you're complete, take a forward fold and shake it out. Hmm. Go ahead and rise up, extended Tadasana, keeping your left arm up. Let's just play with dancer's pose. Right hand to the right foot or ankle. And you just, you just take it, you just play with it. Just notice anything that might be showing up in the glutes. Um, back bends, we don't use the glutes. We don't want to over effort in the glutes. And this is a back bend, so it's very minimal. Opening the front shoulder. You might even be taking in more of a quad stretch in your right leg. And then switching sides when you're complete with your fifth exhale.
and then why not when you're done on the left side do it again on the right and the left side one more round on each side five breaths As you're working through towards the left side, or maybe you're not there yet, when you finish, just come into your mountain, Tadasana. Do an internal, just like check in with your um, body and how you're integrated in your true north alignment from your toes to your crown. And then finding uh, tree pose, right foot comes to the inner left thigh. So use the glute to pick that leg up. Try to get the glute to do the work so your hand doesn't reach down very far if you're reaching it, if you're reaching it towards the ankle. And try to keep the back bend out for today. Just kind of work the glutes and the pelvis in action together. Notice the shoulder blades as they press into your thoracic spine, wherever your arms are, and then knit the front floating ribs in. And on your fifth exhale, just take it to the other side. Again, using the glutes. So when you pour the weight into the right side and your right glutes activate, use your left glute to pick the left leg up as high as you can bring it. Notice if there's an over-efforting, your right knee will go outward. So if you're clenching the right glute, your, your, your right leg will start to turn outward externally. So we wanna internally keep that rotation happening. And then when you're complete, you can stand into Dasana or you can move through your Chaturanga Dandasana to down dog. And if you've moved through to down dog, we're gonna take our right leg forward. If you're standing, just take the left leg back and find warrior two. So in our warrior two, we wanna sit up that inner ankles back slightly, but keep that right knee directed toward the outer edge of your right foot. Start to straighten that right knee and find triangle.
And how do your glutes show up in triangle? On your next inhale, allow your torso to rise up, adjust your feet to face the long edge of your mat, a slight pigeon toe. Notice you can clench. If you clench the glutes, your, your legs want to do different things. You can't clench real tight because we've got the pigeon toe happening. So just bring that evenness of pulling in towards the sit bones, soften the knees, and then fold forward any arm variation. But notice that connection. The inner rotation of the thighs, the inner ankles back. The weight is pouring forward. And slowly rise up. We're gonna take pyramid with the right leg forward. We're gonna step the left foot in a lot. So, you might even want to, I don't know, with your left toes, 45 degree, maybe you want them at 12 o'clock. Um, soften both knees. Engage heel to glute connection. And then start to fold over the front leg. Softening the back knee will help with the glute and heel connecting. And our ankles are still going back here. Inhale, release your arm bind to a halfway lift, hand to the right hip. And then as you exhale, take your twist. So the glutes are actively pressing into the sit bones. You might feel more on one side versus the other. And then relax into a forward fold or move through your Chaturanga Dandasana Yogi's choice. And from your downward dog or forward fold, left leg will be the forward leg for warrior two, right leg will be step back. Adjusting that left knee, inner ankles back, left knee towards the outer edge of your left foot. Begin to straighten and finding triangle. Inhale, rise up. 
Adjust your feet to the long edge for your wide legs straddle forward fold. And then go ahead and go for it, softening the knees, folding forward, any arm bind. This we're really still focused, obviously, for the next little while on the glutes and how they integrate into our practice. To my understanding, by softening the knees and coming more into the glutes, we protect our hamstrings. So if your hamstrings are really tight and you're starting to go with a straighter knee, you're putting a lot of pull on the connection of the hamstring right into the base of your glute. They connect there. And so we don't want to tear or rip that section. So engaging the glutes helps to protect the hamstrings as well. And then rising up and adjusting your feet for pyramid with the left foot forward. Softening both knees. And then as you exhale, fold. So your arm, maybe you want reverse namaste hands. Namaste forward fold, pyramid pose. Noticing the left and the right glutes, softening the back knee. And um, maybe it helps to think about protecting the hamstring, bend to soften the knee. <laughs> Engage the glute. And on your next inhale, come up to halfway and then start the twisting triangle. So right hand to a block, left hand to the left hip. And as you exhale, start to open the left shoulder. I'm not getting too many cues from the pelvis up. I'm really working, obviously, from the pelvis down. Softening both knees. Really nice. Okay, Chaturanga, release it. Finding your downward facing dog. Whew. How's everyone? Any questions? Any comments? Take a knee, talk about it. It's a real challenge to just be in touch with that glute. I realize how it's mostly clinch, so at least I have that to step away from, but then it seems more like when I find the glute, I find the pelvic tilt. Mm. Nice. So, very challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, well, we are gonna come down towards the floor, onto the bellies. So just untucking the feet. Um, rest one ear to one side and then we'll come back to the other side.
and change directions of your ears. Uh, well, that would be like a horse or, yeah. Go ahead and change cheeks. One cheek changes to the other side. <laughs> All right, so I want you to enter your locust pose by clenching your tush. Clench the glutes and go for it. Rise up, clench, <laughs> go. Clench and squeeze the glutes as just as, uh. And relax and let me throw out a few thoughts. Um, probably some of you may have felt your low back like it was uncomfortable. You might be pushing your pubic bone so into the earth that it's absolutely uncomfortable. So we don't, in our back bends, we don't use our glutes, we use our quads. So, um, <laughs> darn it. So go ahead and bring your ankles towards one another and take the inner ankles back, engage the leg muscles, any arm variation, and lift from your quads. Lift from your quads, pull the pit of the belly in and up. Lengthen your spine. Take it out of your lumbar. So your butt's going to be, you know, your glutes are going to be working like, like that 2%. But it's the quads that are moving us into this position. Go ahead and relax. And just give me a thumbs up. Did that feel better? Yeah. Okay. So if you're a teacher, from my understanding, um, and from my experience, you'll see the over-efforting in the glutes. And so that, you know, if you're teaching and they're like, oh, my low back, man, it just hurts. It could be. I mean, for many, obviously our backs have a lot of issues, but it could be in this particular, uh, in the back bends, they're over-efforting in the glutes. So from that, go ahead and take floor bow. And, and here, when you're in a bind, to my understanding, again, when you're in a bind, you don't really use your glutes because here your legs are going to have to do the work to lift you up. So the legs go ahead and take one or both feet because we can do one on each side. And just notice the quads, the opening of the front body. Maybe your ankles are flexed your feet are flexed and you're holding your ankles or your ankle and go ahead and relax for a breath or so and then change to the other side. Noticing the muscle groups that are working here and receiving a lovely stretch. Maybe you do some reverse windshield wipers, shimmy the hips. And come up into an upward dog, upward facing dog. Relax your glutes, relax your glutes. Really tough to do for some to relax those glutes in this pose. And then if it feels good to go to down dog, we're going to come into camel. So if you want to come into down dog and stretch it out a little bit, 
and drop the knees. Uh, block between the inner thighs, great um, tool to remind us that our thighs are rotating back. So this pose is again from the, the legs, not the glutes. To pel uh, tilt your pelvis upward. So the front of the pelvis is tilted towards the front ribs, knit the front floating ribs in and get really grounded and rooted in the muscles pulling in and then go for the back bend. Soften the glutes. They're activated, but they're not clenching because that would take your knees away from one another and you would drop a block if you were trying to hug it gently in between the thighs. And then relax, just coming onto the heels. And just close your eyes for a breath or so. The quads get a nice little stretch. We're gonna go ahead and come onto the back for bridge. So take that block if you still have it and put it between the upper thighs. Whichever width, it, you know, the narrow width might not be as well received <laughs> as maybe the next width might be too small. So planting your feet at 12 o'clock. So knees are over the ankles. Tilt your pelvis. Start to lift the, the glutes from the legs until you're at full expression in your bridge. And maybe you even touch your glutes, like, you know, are you at like a, a two or are you at like an eight? Can you use your legs and press through the heels and the, the balls of your feet? And come on down, relax, maybe lift the heels, come down. So when we go into, if you're choosing to go into a wheel, I would, you, you could still explore that with a block between the thighs. And then go ahead and rise up. Remember keeping what we've been talking about in mind. Woody, walk your feet away from your body forward. Yeah, you've got it. You've dropped your hips a little bit. Now take your chest forward through your arms. Yeah. <laughs> or not. Or not. <laughs> um, so if you love wheel and you go way up in wheel and you press your hips way up, I want you to try in your mind's eye to bring your hips down about an inch or two, and then you more legs, more legs, less glutes, and then pressing your chest forward to where you're looking. Just an exploration. So you would take it all the way up like you normally do, then you bring the hips down a little bit, really nice. 
Maybe you can even walk your feet away from your body a little bit. So your knees are lined up over the ankles. Now your knees are almost, yes. Yep. I know, does it feel different? It might give access to some relief out of your lumbar. If you want to explore that one more time or just take Supta. Vicki, did you notice any difference or did you? I did. Was it a good difference, bad, indifferent? Uh, I won't say bad, it was different. Okay. I don't think I, <laughs> I will investigate that some more. Nice. I hear some birds, so nice. <laughs> Hug your knees in slowly and then move towards a happy baby. <sighs> Since we're exploring our glutes, we're not going to do abs. <laughs> And some people are like, oh, others are like, yay. So we don't use our glutes and abs uh, for the most part, uh, for this flow anyway, for the Baptiste flow. Um, so when you're ready, we will take pigeon on the right side. You'll deserve a nice break here. Right side pigeon, however you'd like it, seated using a wall. Stretching the right glute out. Ah, nice. I'll let you linger here for, let's see. Let's say, Two minutes. Making it more of a yin by holding but relaxing. I don't know if you can hear my birds still in the bathroom.
About 30 seconds left. Hmm. And changing to the other side. Whether it's through a downward dog where you walk it out a little bit. Or if you're lying down, you do some windshield wipers, or if you're on the wall, just legs up. So whatever your choice is, finding the left side. Remember, you can pull the front heel in towards your groin so you can level the hips off. So the right hip can come down towards the earth. Working on the left hip stretch. Slowly coming to a double pigeon. And you can make this more yin and just make it an untied shoelace. So you just like an easy seat or perhaps you do the fire log and take it all the way, but you find yours. We're gonna be here for like two, two minutes on each side. <clears throat> Timer's started, so two minutes. <clears throat> Allow your hips to just relax into this. Open up a little bit from working it. While you're here, I'll read Melody Beatty's Journey to the Heart. <clears throat> I'm just going to read from today's date. It's titled, You're Free to Open Your Heart. Open your heart to the people you love. Open your heart to the world. Open your heart to God, to the universe, to life and all the creatures and creations in it. 
Open your heart as much as you can. It's safe to open your heart now. There was a time when you believed that the only way to protect yourself was to shut down and close your heart. You have learned so much. You have learned the powers of honesty, compassion, forgiveness, and kindness. You will no longer become stuck or trapped if you open your heart. You can leave if you want to. You can say what you need to. You no longer need to protect yourself by guarding your heart with the heavy armor you wore in the past. Now you are free. Free to open your heart. Free to open yourself to the universe. Go ahead and switching sides. If you need pause between sides, take pause. And I've just started the timer, so we're on two minutes, and I'll finish the read. She writes, a woman I met in Sedona gave me a lovely visualization to use. Picture your heart. In front of your heart, see a beautiful rosebud tightly closed. Whenever you want your heart to open, picture the rose blooming wide, beautiful, alive, and fragrant. Whenever you want to retreat, turn the rose back into a bud. Open your heart to the world, to the people who live in it. Open yourself to creation. Open your heart to yourself, to God, to life. Life will become magical and you'll think back and smile. You will wonder why it took you so long to open your heart. Open your heart as much as you choose, as much as you can. Share it with the world. 45 seconds left. Slowly release from here and just take your legs in front of you. Maybe just seated legs in front, just kind of move the legs in and out. Or what movement feels good to just let them stretch in front of you. If you need to adjust your pelvis by lifting it up for your seated forward fold, maybe you want to sit on a blanket Pelvis is slightly tilted forward towards your front ribs. Inhale, flex your feet, and then bring your chest towards your toes. Stretching the back 
body, softening the knees. Remember, we don't want too much pull on that hamstring, so a little activation in the glute. Not clenching, but pressing into the sit bones. Maybe you drop your head. Maybe you can round at the upper back if it feels good. Maybe your legs begin to straighten more. And then slowly on your next inhale, release into reverse tabletop or reverse plank. Using the legs to power you, the quads, and then slowly coming down onto your back and hug the knees in. We're gonna go ahead and take an inversion. So your inversion may be Viparita Karani, so the legs up, maybe a block under your sacrum or legs up the wall. Or perhaps you want a shoulder stand or a traditional headstand or handstand. We'll be here for about a minute. If you're in a shoulder stand, maybe you're in plow. A deaf man's pose. As you come down slowly, maybe take another happy baby. Maybe just hug your knees in, do little circles on your sacrum with your knees in one direction and then the opposite direction. We're moving towards a twist. We're only gonna be in the twist about, well, you can stay as long as you'd like, but for the class purposes, five to seven breaths on each side. any twist that is calling your name today.
when you're complete with both sides, you might want to land in a Supta Baddha Konasana for a few breaths prior to Shavasana. But if you're ready for Shavasana, if you have some nice props and things that you would like to place under your body or over the body to find the final resting pose of this practice. Once you are landing in your Shavasana, some are there, some are not, no hurry. But once you get there, I highly encourage three cleansing breaths. And that would look like in through the nose and out through the mouth. And if you have something to darken your space or just cover your eyes. And we'll be here for about five to six minutes of silence or whatever sounds are in your environment. Relax your jaw. Relax and soften behind your eyes. And simply be in your breath. Awareness to the breath as it moves in and out of the body naturally and it's effortless.
Please begin to deepen your breath. Bring awareness to your fingers and your toes. Maybe you'd like a full body stretch as you reach and interlace your fingers up and over your head. Flex and point through your feet. Bring the ankles towards one another. Hug the knees in and give yourself a hug. You can stay right here or rolling to the right side. Just curling up for a moment. Just acknowledging anything that's showing up. Gratitude or thankfulness. You can stay here or you can rise up to seated with your eyes closed, hands at heart center. Take a deep breath in through the nose. And a full exhale out your mouth. <sighs> Inhale. And exhale. Option to ohm or hum. Inhale. Thank you for sharing your time with me this morning. The light of me honors the light in each and every one of you. Keeping your hands at heart center, moving them to your forehead center, touch in with gratitude, love, and light. Namaste. Namaste.